Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio information and entertainment. Listen to audiobooks whenever you want and wherever you want. All right, so before the show starts, Tasting Room, it is the only wine club that fits your personal taste. So for a few bucks, Tasting Room sends you a kit with sample-sized bottles of wine. You sip each one, log on to their site, and then tell them which wines you like. And then they pick wines for you based on your taste. They come up with your what they call their wine print, your wine print. Then you get your full case. That is 12 bottles one month later. Shipments come every three months from when you started, and you pay about $13 per bottle. Every other wine club on the planet sends you wine that they think you want to drink. Tasting Room lets you taste first and then buy seconds. You get wine that you want to drink. Um, And... To get your tasting kit for just six ninety five, which is all it takes to get wines you love delivered to your door, go to tastingroom.com slash Allison. Again, tastingroom.com slash Allison for the wine club where your taste is the only one that matters. I also want to tell you guys about Audible. I think I've talked at length about... So Daniel is my husband, uh, who you will hear shortly on the show, is a big fan of listening to audiobooks, and he's a big fan of Audible as I am as well. And he, a while ago, so he likes to tell me all the books he's listening to. And he was listening to Stephen King's new book, the new one a while ago. And I am the biggest wimp in the world, but because of him and because he was so excited about this audio book, I had the whole scary plot of a whole book that I personally never would have read or listened to in my head. So no thanks to him. I would choose something like Jen Kirkman's I Can Barely Take Care of Myself. Uh, that one is one that I would recommend, but Audible has so many different kinds of books and all different genres. They have over 150,000 titles. Um, so head over there now, get a free audio book and a 30 day trial today by signing up at www.audiblepodcast.com slash BFF. Again, that is www.audiblepodcast.com slash BFF. Okay. Here is the episode. I love you guys. Here we go. Hello, my little goji berries. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. We're all here. You know some of us. You don't know some of us. But I'm here, and Daniel, my husband, is here. Hello. Back from the near dead. We'll get into that in a moment. And Dustin Goot, whom some of you may know. Okay, Daniel. That is making my (laughs) headphones cut in and out. Now I have no headphones. Can someone push that back in? Um, Just bear with us. Dining Room Studios. It's like uh, it's like Mercury in retrograde right now. Oh my God, that's just going in and out. It's yeah. not, it sounds like I have an ear infection. It's like someone is. It's like go. it's like Matt Fondelier <laughs> pumping his ears in. My, now I can't hear anything. Stick, stay with us, guys. We'll be back. I mean, I can still hear my voice though because it's like I can hear. I just can't hear it through the headphones. Okay, wait, I'm just wait, gonna wait. Um, move these back. Ooh, there. Ooh, I sound so silky and good. Thank you. That was. Harrowing. <laughs> All right. Should we start over? I don't think we should start over. Who no. thinks we should start over? I'm good. Let's just. I feel I like it. let them behind it. the scenes. <laughs> All not, right. That's not how living room podcasts. Work. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> dining room. Dining room studios. 
Anyway, Dustin Goot is here, whom some of you may remember, longtime fans. I think you were beginning to say that because Dustin used to do the Ustream show with me frequently back in Brooklyn. And uh, my dad refers to you as the tinfoil guy because one day you showed up <laughs> in a costume with a lot of tinfoil on it. And I remember why. I mean, I don't remember why. No, I don't remember. I think that it was. we just noticed that people responded to props because with Ustream we had also the video. Yes. And then... We, and then <laughs> It was just like if we found one thing that was working, we were just going to take it to its like absurd extreme. And, yeah, and tinfoil was, was getting close. It was. I thought there was more of a reason, though. I thought it was a reference to like some, someone had said something or other, and then you decided to Oh, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure we talked it out and thought it out very elaborately. But I, I, think what it, I think what it boiled down to was it was a silly prop. Well, I enjoyed it. And Jenna is here. Hello. And Al is here. I came back. Welcome I'm back. Excited. I know. So, and Wendy is here sitting in the corner and tomorrow Wendy is getting spayed. So the the day, mm. today when you hear this, and I am on tenterhooks. Mm-hmm. Um tenterhooks means nervous, right? I don't know what that I've is. I've never heard I've that, never but heard I that. Dustin, you know all words, <laughs> right? If I want tenterhooks. I've only heard it from you. Oh, really? I, I, honestly, I feel like we had this discussion. I'm sure Maybe we did. not on air or recorded air is it a problem i thought that was like a social network that i wasn't aware on of tinder oh, t- i'm not on tinder hooks i don't know I but i was thinking that. tinder hooks would be possibly a tool that would be used in the neutering <laughs> i don't think that's what it is but no, if you told me that i would right. believe it i'm on scalpels and needles <laughs> no i i've this is the part that I think we've already had this conversation before because I think what I would have said is I believe they're like meat hooks or something. I could be completely wrong. Are you looking it up? Yeah, it's a tenter hook, not a tinter hook. And it's a hook used to fasten cloth on a drying frame or tenter. I think it just means – thank you. that I don't understand it. <laughs> I think it just means like I'm just – is it like you're in a holding pattern? I'm more confused. What did I even say I was on tenterhooks about? Uh, oh, oh, about her. surgery. Yeah. Yes. I, all I mean to say is I'm very nervous about right. it. And I understood that's what you meant. I just assumed <laughs> that's what you meant. Thank you. Yeah. See, contextually it worked. <laughs> it did. Um, and the thing is I know that it's a very, very routine surgery and I'm sure it'll be fine. However – We've had such bad experiences with vets. I just, like when we took her on a walk tonight, I just can't help but feel like this might be the last walk she goes on. This might be the last show she sits in on. This, I'm just, a, I'm so afraid she's going to die tomorrow. Yeah. Die in surgery just yeah. from some horrible freak accident that no one saw coming. And my fear, I was so afraid of that, even though I'm totally aware that it's not really a rational fear and the odds are vastly in the direction that she's going to be fine. I was so afraid of it that I really wanted to put it off. Um, because if anything happens, I'm going to be like, this was an elective surgery. We didn't have to do this. We could have had more time with her. However, Daniel, you, your argument was like, it's not, I mean, even though it is an elective surgery, it's not really elective. Like, you, if you're not going to breed a pet, you really can't allow them to have their organs. Yeah, and it, there's so many reasons. I mean, uh, besides the fact that when she goes into heat, it's just not it's only a, a mess there. around the apartment, but, you know, every dog within 20 miles, every male dog is going to come running. And, you know... And, and she's pretty slutty, we think. <laughs> I don't know, but she's flirtatious. Yeah, you know. It's uh, those eyes. <laughs> I don't know. You You're know, so I, close to Hollywood anyway. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, but I mean, I had a conversation with a gal at work 
yesterday, and I felt bad because I kind of snapped at it a little bit, but she was really trying to be sweet about it and was telling me, oh, everything's going to be okay, everything's going to be okay. And what I told her was, you know, we took our last dog to the vet, and, you know, the vet may have done things that led to him dying. So don't tell me everything's going to be okay. Just, you know. I should clarify, he had been attacked by an off-leash dog. So it... I think that's what led to him dying. But we ha- yeah, we have a lot of questions about the treatment he received at the vet. Well, yeah, we're not we're not. He, the bottom line is he went to the vet and he didn't come out. Right. So and we can't help tough. but be like, that's, sure, you know, yeah. And also, you know, Adam had a puppy who he brought in to be spayed, to, to be spayed, and the to dog be spayed and it died, died on the table. Now, what? and then, it was a crazy freak thing. I yeah. don't know the whole story. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, Me I know. Because yeah. I first thought was it an anesthesia death? Because that's always my fear. But then I listened back to an episode um, of Loveline where he was talking about it, and I guess it was something, some liver problem, some undetected liver problem that the dog had. So again, that's very rare. And the terrible thing if it happened, uh, besides the terrible thing of the dog dying, is that people would think that you had engineered it just to one-up Adam. So it really... (laughs) (laughs) That is the kind of person I am. That's true. Well, so, think positively because yeah. we had friends last year, last year or the year before, who got a puppy, had her spayed, and then called us and wanted to, it was right the day before Halloween. And they're like, do you want to oh. hang out on Halloween? And we're, we're like, okay, sure, come over. Well, our dog is getting surgery this morning, so if we do come over, can we bring her? She's going to be totally out of it. Like, don't even worry about it because she has sur- she's having surgery today. And so we're like, ah, well, we're not supposed to have dogs in our apartment, but if she's going to be just laying there, mm-hmm. that's fine because they only lived a block away, so they were just going to bring her over. And so, okay, great. So they brought her over, and she was like the most hyper, insane dog oh, no. and oh, was like feel full better. of energy yeah. and like – feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it feel so much better so like one day yeah. and she was totally fine i was really looking forward to about four days of her being knocked out <laughs> i heard the, no. i heard two weeks recovery two but that, weeks of her oh recovery. see oh, i no. my dog when we got her spade she was one day and then she was really? like running around oh wow yeah okay she was like i don't know maybe she felt better or she was just excited or one she, day was she was like there's so much i, I feel weightless now <laughs> <laughs> but one more thing about this and then we'll move on to me, I feel I, I feel bad because I feel bad that she's going to have to have surgery and potentially be in pain. But Daniel's whole thing is that he feels bad because, what, she's not going to be a woman ever? <laughs> She'll never be a mother. She'll, She'll never, be, never mo- be a mom. Yeah. She'll never have puppies. It's interesting that that's how you look at it. I mean, yeah. I guess you're right. You know, she'll never know I'm, the joy of children. And I'm just so focused on the immediate, like, they're going to shave your belly and there's going to be stitches. <laughs> my dog um we were always really worried about her like oh she'll never be a mom oh that's so sad and then she found a rubber ducky in the house she took it from the bath and treated it like her baby (laughs) oh that's so cute it was the cutest thing in the world until the rubber ducky fell apart one day and then she like moped around the house till we got her a new rubber ducky so she was we felt like she mothered the rubber duck. What is it? How? What does that mean? She treated it like it was her. Like baby. she would lick it gently and like nuzzle Aww. it closer to her and then sleep next to it. It was. It was like. It just killed your heart. That's it was so cute. I'm dropping eggs ever. over here. Well, that, speaking of not. cute, it's like that show too cute. On mm. what is it? Animal, <laughs> Animal Planet. Planet. Yeah. And every time I watch that show, it's always um, you see the puppies in when they're very little with their mom, and then you see them grow up, and then the end of every episode is them being adopted and taken away. 
And it's always sad. It's yeah. like the worst ending. You just see them being <laughs> taken away from their mother's children, being ripped away from their mom. Whenever Jenna can't decide on what to watch, I just threaten her with that. <laughs> then it's going to be too cute or wings. Get, you better decide. It's the only two yeah. things on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, why must there be something sort of melancholy about cute? Can it just be too cute, no melancholy? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the the cuteness and the they, nostalgia and the melancholy are all like very closely. If the Venn diagram the mel- the, has all of them, the melancholy is the salt in the too cute candy bar. I don't need salt mm. in my candy. You, yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't think I do. It does. It makes it, it does sweeter. Taste it makes good. it better. <laughs> it's like if there isn't uh, depression in the world, can we appreciate happiness? They, people Thank say you. that, but uh, Thank right. you. it's like if you That's don't get deep. shitty tweets, can you appreciate the positive ones? Uh, Let's try. Yeah, I'm fine <laughs> with that, please. Speaking of not needing salt in my candy bar, this is very tangentially related. At the grocery store today, by myself, by the way. Whoa. We uh, talked, Dustin, are you things don't... okay? <laughs> <laughs> On a recent episode, Dustin, we Who talked are about you? how Daniel and I always... <laughs> grocery shop together however with so daniel was pretty sick and we'll get to that um and then also with recording in the evening now sometimes i just find that it's necessary to go in the day alone and i don't like it because like this someone you. here <laughs> saw the bags hanging on the door and took them back to his car so i was bagless wow yeah. it really is like like i never left <laughs> not garbage bags bags on the door oh, yeah. <laughs> Right, you, Dustin you, always. You are on the second floor instead of a basement, <laughs> so you've literally moved up. But it's uh, well, some of those feast familiar your eyes things. on that just garbage bag, not in a garbage can, <laughs> sitting on the floor over there. I do have a garbage can now. I have more than one, but no, these were the grocery so bags. Because you, you know, I don't, where do you live? Roughly, what part of town? Downtown. Are you? Can you? Do they do bags at the grocery stores there, or do you have to bring your own bags? No, I thought it was a California thing. Maybe it is. No, when, I don't when, think they, when they refuse to give bags. me bags, they yeah. they say that they can't. They I think they it's, say it's state law. They they must they just be trained it. to oh, say they that. They passed so it that, now. Okay. I don't know if it's like enforceable, yeah. but they did pass it. I think it started out Santa Monica, and they just rolled it out. Yeah. Well, so anyway, that was I was bagless at the store, and I was buying some mustard, <laughs> and I was buying Grey Poupon, and I looked on the bag, and then I saw this like creamy mild gray poupon that had mustard seeds in it and it looked really good but my thought was oh that's like a Dijonese of it that's fattening so looked at the back of the regular Dijon and the regular gray poupon Dijon versus the like Dijonese which it was not actually Dijonese but creamy the creamy zero calories per serving but the gray poupon five calories per serving and I was surprised that gray poupon mustard would, I feel everyone's eyes are glazing over except for Jenna's, who's like, I'm right attention. with you. I'm like, I am with I'm like, you. Where's the argument here? Where's Mustard the argument? Talk. <laughs> um, but so, Grey Poupon, one teaspoon has five calories, according to the back of the. the um, I bought it in the squeeze bottle, though I considered the jar, but I just had to go with the squeeze bottle. But why? Where's that coming from? Is there versus some sugar in it, maybe? There no. is. There is, but it's pretty low on the ingredient list versus the creamy one, which you'd think would be just loaded with the yeah, dust how did they make asleep. it creamy? <laughs> 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 I could talk about mustard for days. Anything about calories. You Me too. Me. I know. Uh, that's weird. It's strange. Yeah. You guys should start a calorie cast. Ooh. <laughs> Where we just read calories. It would, just, it would be gal chat. <laughs> it would just turn into it. Oh, Dustin, do you, girls. do you remember gal chat? I do. Sometimes we listen to the song for fun. <laughs> but it's you don't long. do gal chats anymore? We oh, do. No, we do. <laughs> we do. I talked at length about straightening yeah. my hair recently. <laughs> it, was an, it was interesting. I, th- <laughs> I thought so. I, I felt like 
learned a lot. Thank you. And I, by the way, people with questions about it, I'm so happy that I recently got my hair Japanese straightened after it had been about a year and a half and I'd been toying with the Brazilian straightening and the at-home keratin straightening and all that stuff. And now that I'm back to the Japanese straightening, never looking back. Your hair looks great. Thank you. Yeah, and your head is so enormous. (laughs) Well, so Dustin, what you missed is that I mentioned on the show that Daniel, like the day after I got it done, he's like, you know, your head looks really small with your hair so flat. <laughs> but it's looking really, really big right now. So I feel like that's not a compliment. Oh, so. All right. Let's reacquaint ourselves with Dustin. Okay. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce yourself to the listeners who might not know you. Um, sure. Yeah. Um. So I am a friend of Allison's from New York, where we both used to live. Uh, we met when we were both working in magazines. Uh, People don't even know what those are anymore. I, I know. When they, before like, they came on your phone. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like Sumerian tablets and then <laughs> like magazines and then uh, virtual reality and some other stuff in between. But um, yeah, so um, we met working in magazines. We ended up working at the same magazine publisher at one time we had uh cubicles next to each other that's right i i where i became aware that dustin eats oatmeal every day except one day he cheated on the oatmeal with pop tarts and because i had just been tasked with like starting up the time at new york blog there was a blog about it (laughs) it was dustin's cheating on the oatmeal and then i think oh i think i interviewed you about your lunch as well you did i think you took a picture of like my where my oatmeal was sitting on the on the shelf like like the aggrieved party, you right? Know? Like, you know, I also I wrote, couldn't take my side on that one. I also, I'm so, sorry about that. I, I'm a journalist first and foremost. Yeah. I also wrote articles about real things that actually ran in the magazine, lest it, lest people think I'm well, just some if you call, blogger. If you call celebrities real things, that's... I wasn't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I I handled the hot seat section, which was the Q and A with celebrities on the back page. That was when you were there. Before I was hired to work in the music section, and then I worked in the features section. Yes. So I was legit-ish. But also, Dustin uh, brewed his own wine in the office. Well, I brewed beer and wine. But the wine we referred to as a wine abortion, right? Because it was furry and terrible. Something bad happened. It was bad. I don't don't remember that particular term. Uh, And I don't know know if it was as bad as an abortion. Um, which, for the record, I've, I've <laughs> never going, experienced okay. or tasted. Um, but um, you have to let them age is the thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, my memories of the, the, oh! wi- the wine was terrible, um, and the and the beer was pretty good. Yeah, that's my memory of it. And then I forgot we wanted to create our own design. So, Time Out in New York was refer- in house referred to as Tony. We wanted to create Tony Doodles. Remember our own breed of designer dogs? <laughs> <laughs> we never that, did, though. No, we'd, we'd be retired if we'd done that. We'd be so rich if we had done that. Are you Tony kidding Doodles? me? Yeah. I know, especially with the popularity of pets in New York. Yeah. I think that that's why it came up, right? Because we had, I was, I think I was helming that pets issue. You wrote about I it. Wrote Didn't for, you write yeah. about getting exotic pets in New York? I wrote York? about exotic pets. Uh, I don't know if that's the first assignment you gave me a timeout. No, but, it wasn't. Um, okay, there we go. I don't think it was. Um, but I know that you also have watched horses breeding. Yeah, for that was for a different magazine. That was for, that was for a different magazine for a story that never ran. So I just I randomly <laughs> became <laughs> just 
became an expert on on horse breeding for no reason. But it <laughs> makes amazing. it makes for surprisingly amazing cocktail <laughs> cocktail party conversation. <laughs> really? Um, I no, not for. I can't say I ever got laid off of uh, the horse breeding story. But, was it uh, for but people Sports are pretty fascinated. Uh, it was gonna it was gonna be for Wired because it was oh, right, about right. there. You can uh, clone horses now, and uh, it was about. Would it reinvigorate horse racing as a sport if uh, if cloned horses were allowed? Um, which is a moot point because uh, they'll never allow cloned horses to race. There's, it's horse racing is governed by this very. Now everyone else is falling asleep. This is like this is like <laughs> the, I'm the hair straightening. But there's but there's it's not Guy like chat. it's gender neutral. It's just universally boring to everyone. Chat. chat. Um, <laughs> anyway, so very old fashioned uh, ruling body in for in horse racing. So they're not interested in cloning. Even though I think if they allowed cloned horses to race, that would be a major story, and uh, you know they might they might be relevant. They're a dying sport otherwise. But. Right, just like magazines in general. <clears throat> that's that's what I might have written in the magazine, had it run. <laughs> so there right. we go. It's out there. So then <laughs> you turned your back on... Jur- you, and I think you are one of the best writers I know. And I'm putting you in like a very... It's very rarefied air. I'm the only one in there. <laughs> just kidding-ish. If, if I had more editors like you in my career, who knows what would have happened. But you, you're <laughs> a very strong writer, but you kind of turned your back on that and then you went to grad school. Maybe turned your back is the wrong word. No, I, I did. I, I went in a different direction. Right. You went to grads. You moved out to L.A. I went to business school. Let's just, you know, let's put it out there. All right. Can't hide. <laughs> Nothing um, wrong with that. Nothing that's, wrong with that. That's the reality. This is the other business guy. I, yeah. I, I'm, oh, are, are there two MBAs at this table? Oh, yeah. There happens to be. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I went to business school, and then I started working at this company out here called Fullscreen, um, which... Um, there's no like simple way to describe what they do, but they um, kind of aggregate and represent uh, YouTube channels. So, so now I'm fine asleep. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so I mean, uh, the the sort of sexier side of what they do is um, they try and help YouTubers develop their careers further. Um, and there's other parts of what they do, but the the sort of like helping elevate YouTube talent is kind of the fun side of it. And then now you're at a new company, but you just went on, you went to Utah. Was it like a corporate, was it a retreat? Uh, it was a training. So they this company has a Utah office, um, which I um, will work with regularly. And so I went there to meet the people and, and do some training and also do some snowmobiling. How was that? If, and you know, Jenna is from Utah. Utah. I know. Yeah. I know. How was it? Where were you? I was in Provo. Oh my gosh, the homeland. That's yeah. where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's like I said when I was out there and I wasn't just trying to um, kiss up to my bosses. I think Utah is the most beautiful state in Aww. the U.S. It is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Strong yeah. words. Yeah. It's just Provo. It's like you just complimented Jenna. That's how she took it. I, yes. I feel so loved right now. Yeah. Sure. Well, Jenna's, uh, you know, a living manifestation of that. Well, then oh, it is gosh. the most beautiful place. You are an amazing writer and speaker. <laughs> Probably one of the best I know. Thank the, you. This yeah. is the best dining room podcast I've ever been on. Al, where do you come down on Utah? I like it. You know, it's a good nice. place. I've never lived in it. Strong take. Uh, yeah. I'm a Midwestern East Coast guy. So, yeah. I mean, Utah's nice, but I prefer the green, the East Coast. None of that high desert. Yeah. You know, I love Utah, yeah. 
So what, what color now by green as an MBA, yeah. were you talking about money or? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, whatever. whatever, whatever pays I have a does. question about Utah. Why so many trampolines? And I have a question. What do everybody you mean? Has yeah. tra- <laughs> everybody that I've every everybody I've ever known in Utah has a trampoline in their backyard. Probably because there's fewer basements and no in-ground pools. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, know you can't really like dig into the bedrock, so you might as well make a trampoline. But aren't there other things to do? Yeah, I don't really. I guess I did have a lot of friends with trampoline. My mom would never let us have one. By the way, no judgments. I love a good trampoline. Well, I'm just sure. trying to think. Our neighbors have one that we all could use. It was like yeah. that communal. This is proving trampoline. it then. Allow me yeah. to note, I observed no trampolines when okay. I was in Utah. Right, Although so I'm not very observant. Yeah. So. Well, but you, were you at anyone's house? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe so take it with a grain of salt. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Where did you go snowmobiling is what I want to know. Someplace between Provo and Salt Lake City and like to the left. I've oh, been yeah. there. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> to the left. Did you like it? It, <laughs> was, it, was, it was a pass. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot pass. of those. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Was it fun? Yeah. Incredibly fun. I thought it would be difficult because like, I've tried to do um, uh, four-wheelers. And I feel like those there's more skill involved there. A snowmobile, you just like maybe it's because it's so heavy and like and then the skis just sort sort of point you straight ahead. But you pretty much just um, like squeeze the handle and it and it just goes. It, they'll. I remember driving one when I was like nine. So yeah, it's it's a really fun, easy, exciting thing to do. Do you go fast in it? You can go fast. Mm-hmm. Is that what the fun is? Uh, yeah, it's also, well, we went on a trail that, um, was, was kind of bumpy. So it's kind of, um, I don't know. It feels like sort of athletic, even though you're not, you know, you're seated and it's doing all the work for you, but you have to kind of like balance yourself. And it's, um, yeah, I guess that motorsport fun of, of, you know, like navigating and you and when you turn you might go a little out of control but you catch yourself and hmm. i don't think i've ever had that kind of fun maybe one day i will you should try it maybe when I'll, you go to utah perhaps i will let's all go i'll show I you guys go the to, have you been to brian head uh it, that's down south right i actually don't know where it's it's like i haven't to the done left. a lot of, i know <laughs> i haven't done a lot of the national parks which i know makes me sound like a bad utah mm-hmm. i think i've done and more than you have. i think you probably have yeah, done bryce but his he has distant relatives science. from southern utah so he's yeah. done all that yeah. we didn't go down south all that much it's near i think it might be near provo actually no like, it's near is there a saint george yeah that's saint south southern oh, yeah. It's, yeah it's near yeah. it's so, saint george yeah, that's yeah it's where a, all the really pretty yeah. national right. parks it's like that red yeah. rock yeah. And cliffs and everything mm-hmm. yeah. so when you say down south uh, it, it, like i'm catching a little bit of a tone like there's a north south <laughs> there are like there is yeah. there are like north south stereotypes <laughs> in utah which north is fascinating is where all the people live mm. and the south is kind of like canyon country yeah yeah so that's is that exactly is it more right. touristy because I went yes. to Brian had to go skiing. It's so I more it's touristy, but it's also... A lot of retirees. Yeah. Slower. Because uh, it can be a little warmer. A little less more snow. like farm. But yeah. not a lot. I mean, I don't know if they do a lot of farming. But let's get know. to the stereo. Like if you were, <laughs> you know, if you were like on the lift at... Uh, and in Park City, how would you know if if you had a, a, southern, a southern Utah person They would say things like roof and crick. 
and they have like a little <laughs> they have a draw like a they yes. talk slower they say all right like all right yeah there's some we- <laughs> they don't that's say their the t's they or their all right ends, weird. like mountain like it's like this weird yeah. they they're, can't say mountain a- yeah they say mountain mountain they accent the like yeah there's yeah, like mountain. weird uh it's just park city's like where really cool people live Provo and Salt Lake are where just like everyone else lives. And then there's like a few other people for some reason that live down south. <laughs> Excellent picking up on what, yeah. what wasn't being said specifically. <laughs> My God, it makes me feel bad for them. And you know what I feel like we should all do? We should send them some Sherry's Berries just because we've cast dispersions on those down south. Sherry's Berries also make wonderful Valentine's Day gifts for people who are looking for a Valentine's Day gift or just a wonderful anytime gift for yourself. Um, Big, juicy, delicious strawberries dipped in chocolate, white chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, decorative swizzle, nuts, chocolate chips. They're all so good. Um, And Cherry's Berries, they also have a lot of other stuff, too. They have, like, chocolate-dipped cherries. They have chocolate-dipped pretzel sticks. They have cake pops. They have um, just a ton of super delicious stuff. So you guys can get giant freshly dipped strawberries from sherry's berries starting at 1999 which is over 40 percent savings go to berries.com click on the microphone and type in my code best friend and for my listeners you can double the berries for just ten dollars more but you have to use my code best friend so i've given stuff from sherry's berries to people as gifts so many times and every time they go nuts for it and they love it and i always think I want to be there when it arrives so that I can have some. So here's the only way to get this amazing Valentine's Day deal. Giant, juicy, freshly dipped strawberries starting at $19.99 or double the berries for $10 more. Visit berries, B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in best friend. Go to berries, B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Click on the microphone and enter my code best friend order today. Okay. So Daniel, can, oh, can I give Sherry's yes. Berries a, a brief additional plug? <laughs> sure. That is also a random blast from the past for me, uh, not associated with you this time, but um, like way back when, before we had even met. Um, so wow. like, yeah, ancient times. <laughs> um, I had this fancy consulting job and then I quit and I was going to write a book um, and I was going to do it with this woman I worked with in consulting and I thought that would make it safer. Like she knew something about writing books, which she didn't, but at any rate, um, she turned out to be a man. Did you say she didn't? Yeah, I was, I was just adopt. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking up for Southern Utah. I'll, I'll adopt them. I'm cool. Um, so, um, like long, you know, well, it's already a long story, but, um, I was the book that I was maybe going to write. Um, I wanted to do like a, uh, a guide to entrepreneurship, you know, at like from the perspective of entrepreneurs. So like, you know, my entrepreneur's life. Um, and it would just be like a bunch of as told to's from successful entrepreneurs. Um, actually the way I was pitching it was uh, chicken soup for the entrepreneur. So that's back, you know, that's how old right. it was back when those <laughs> books were hot. And, um, and like my, so I started, my dad was an entrepreneur. My uncle, I talked to them as kind of like testing to see if, there would be interesting anecdotes to come out of it. And then just to like um, get some other fodder, I literally would go to different cities and I'd just like, and I'd talk to people. I'd be like, uh, like what's a good like entrepreneur here? 
<laughs> I like that that's your interview voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was my professional. Well, back then that probably wasn't my professional voice. <laughs> and um, but I had like zero method. I would just let, I think I would ask people on the sidewalk like, hey, you know, are there like small business here that are like good, mm-hmm. like are doing well? <laughs> and I have family in Sacramento, which I I believe that you know someone can fact check. So I apologize to Sherry if this right. is the, right right because we case. have fact checkers on this podcast. <laughs> right, totally. But I believe that's where Sherry's berries started. Um, and, or at any rate, that is where I look it up, go to the page that says tenterhooks and look up Sherry's berries. That is where people on the sidewalk, uh, told me, Oh, like Sherry's berries is cool. They have a store at whatever in Sacramento. And, um, and I was, and I was like, okay, cool. I wrote it down and, and I think I even stopped in. I was like, Hey, could I talk to Sherry sometime? Um, and, and I never ended up doing it and, or the book or whatever, but it was just like, it, but it was just like, but what's interesting is like, I've seen their ads on other stuff and it's like, they do like late night infomercial type things and then they're sponsoring you, which is very mm-hmm. wise of them. Oh, and, you. um, <laughs> they've been a long time sponsor. They're great. Yeah. Um, but I mean, truly like they've, they've grown and, and, you know, become even more successful and just like the, I mean, I only had like eight businesses on my list in this whole and that was process one of them. and the fact that like that was one of them and it actually was like a good small business that, like if i'd included them in the book it would have given me real cred right it'd be interesting if every single sponsor i mentioned turns out to be one that was on your list <laughs> yeah if i had like a random 20 minute story about everyone <laughs> would it just be this story be awesome for the podcast <laughs> see you next year <laughs> all right so Daniel, I wanted to catch up with you because the listeners know that you were sick and I did a special bonus weekend episode where I called you to see how you're doing and a lot of people felt that that was insensitive of me and I would agree that it was not very kind of me. So I'm sorry to interfere with your fever dream. (laughs) No, it was fine. It's not like restful sleep. Actually, it's funny. He had a kidney infection. Yeah, had a kidney infection. He was pissing blood. Thank and you it burned. For that. <laughs> they already know. Yeah, that's true. But he was so it, we thought it was the flu, but mm. he was so sick. I'd never seen him be that sick that mm. I just in the back of my head I was like, I feel like this is something more, and we think it was. It's funny because uh, a couple of days before I got really sick, I was watching something on TV where a character was wrapped up on the couch and they were sick, and I was thinking. Man, I wish I could get sick and just have the day to rest on the couch. Because you forget if you haven't been sick in a long time, it, you How just kind of it think it's this awesome time off. <laughs> and it sucked so bad. It was just because, you know, you sleep. I slept for, I don't know, like three days. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, could, I barely got out of bed. And it was two big shots in your butt. Yeah. And the, the sleep is not good sleep. You're, I was either, you know boiling hot or you know that kind of chill that comes from inside you know yeah. where mm-hmm. your bones you are know, cold the problem with the butt shot <laughs> yeah i had to get one of those when i was a kid and i was so sick <laughs> that when they were like why don't you just lay down and we'll give you the shot i laid on the floor oh wow there was like a bed there and everything and i just laid on the you floor couldn't get on the thing and they were like what is wrong the with doctor you? i just couldn't like comprehend that they wanted me on the bed you just thought right now here I just laid on the floor yeah and, yeah well that's how your brain works when you're sick yeah. too you don't even know the doctor was um kind of telling me, all right, here's what you have and, you know, here's what we're going to do. And, um, you know, the best way to handle this is to be really aggressive and uh, give you a shot, in, <laughs> give you a shot in the butt. And my, my no, mind, no, 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 that's not what he said. What? He said either it can go down the throat 
or yeah. up the butt, right? Or, he goes, or in the butt, uh, down the throat, or in the butt. Yeah, in the butt. Which, when you put it that way, when you say, yeah, exactly. When in you the say, mouth, or, or when you in say the in the mouth, or or in, in the, the butt, in the something. butt. Yeah, that's it. In you're the mouth, or in the butt. Thinking, oh, so you're not bad. thinking like a shot in the gluteus <laughs> part of the butt. I'm thinking. My first thought was. Well, you actually said. My first thought was, am I going to get like a, a, an antibiotic enema? Like, <laughs> right, that's, are they what, gonna yeah. stick that's what it sounded like. I thought, yeah. well, no, I was like, they're going to stick something on my butt and like shoot <laughs> antibiotics up my butt. And then I thought, they're not going to do that. And then that, I'm thinking. That sounds like a total LA doctor thing. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. he was I'll, the most I'll be LA honest doctor, with me. Yeah. In, in, in the mid, like in Iowa. They would not say that. There's, a <laughs> doctor's not going to come <laughs> no. up and yeah. be like, no. in the mouth or up the butt. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, right? Never. Well, but then I thought. in the mouth or in the butt. And then I thought, oh, no, he's going to, like, stick a needle in my butthole. Like, oh, that's going to be – oh, my God. And then I'm like, no way is he going to do that. Do you remember what you actually said and, to him? Well, then, then, I, then I blurted out, what, like a suppository? Yeah, yeah. that's what I would have thought. Yeah, and he just looked at me like I was crazy. He's like, no, I'm going to – it's a, a needle in your butt cheek. I'm like, oh. Yeah, well, but see, you're so sick. That's not you in understand. your. <laughs> it's not your fault. I know technically – Just lay on the floor. Yeah, thank you. I laid on the floor. But, but, like, technically that's in the butt. But that's not. It's in the hip. It's in the butt. butt. Yeah, anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. In the butt has a specific yeah. meaning in yeah. this world. I don't know. So, Maybe yeah, the was... doctor was very semantic about. It. I mean, <laughs> is is butthole part of butt? It's kind of the absence. Probably of butt. he's oh, being I guess more. You're right. Yeah, he's probably being more accurate. That's true. Right. Butthole. Take away the butt is the butthole. Right. Exactly. Like if you had no butt cheeks, you don't have a butt. Right, the you just cheeks, have a hole. The a cheeks hole. constitute the butt. I guess like right. if you were like if you were like put frosting on my donut <laughs> and then someone put it on the hole, you'd be like, so what, really? are, what are you doing? That's not what I asked for. <laughs> exactly. I think <laughs> I think the problem was right. saying in the throat first or whatever. Yeah, in the mouth. In the mouth. That was or the, something. Like, yeah. My mind went to the anyway, so that was delightful. I shared with them on the weekend podcast that he was he had a lot of plastic surgery. Maybe. He, you know those people that kind of yeah, I, I guess. feel like those people usually have though. He was yeah. very he was very taut. He was a very uh Beverly Hills doctor. Yes. Right. Yeah, it was funny. He was a slick guy, but I he He turned out to be better. good. He was nice. Yeah, he got me better. Yeah. So. How does one get a kidney infection? No idea. Okay. I was yeah, just trying no to think, idea. like, I th- what, how do I avoid this? <laughs> I Well, I, I could have had some sort of urinary yeah. tract thing that moved up to my kidneys. Okay. I had been – I've had a cough since Thanksgiving that's just not gone away. And For does, the record, I've been like, you should probably see a doctor. And he's been saying he doesn't need to. Well, because it doesn't – you know, when, you ca- when you're coughing up phlegm and it's just phlegm, no, you know, whatever. And I'm not, I wasn't feverish or anything. If you're coughing up like yellow or green, you, then you go see a doctor. It's not, it wasn't like a bronchial infection. So I was like, eh, you know, uh, but he thinks maybe my immune system had gotten weakened and then something mm-hmm. got up in my kidney. I don't know. It was pretty scary. Yeah. Anyway, I'm fine. Thanks to everyone for their nice tweets. Everyone's so nice out there. Everyone was worried. Let's do an iTunes comment of the week. So, Allison, if you're worried about those uh, mean tweets, then get a kidney infection. (laughs) I, I will do that. Give me that. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments, and don't forget to click five stars. 
Dustin, you don't know this segment, do you? This is where I read a nice comment, even though there's something that makes you want to cringe with me reading a nice comment and this in the hopes that people will leave more nice comments because that helps your iTunes ranking. The whole the whole segment is very gross. I'm I'm into it. Was that a, a new trap dog? Oh, intro? Mm-hmm. well, new to you. We've had yeah, it for a while. I was, was going to say that's the first new trap dog I've heard in like five years. Though there's many new ones. You just haven't been listening. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's like, yeah. Like I didn't listen to radio for five years and then <laughs> I just heard new. Right. Someone who. It doesn't just wait for you, ago. Dustin. Uh, yeah. It moves ahead. <laughs> I feel like we're going to need a like that was. As Dustin. we should probably do. <laughs> that was Dustin's corner because we used to have it. That was Kaylin's corner when Kaylin was on the show. And I feel like there's a lot of Dustin's corner stuff mm-hmm. happening. But Kaylin actually was in a corner and you're not. Yeah. That, that could be solved. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Hilarious is uh, the, the, the title of this, and it is from the other Allison. Let me first tell you that I had never listened to a podcast, but now I have become so obsessed I don't have any more time for TV. Se- secondly, I am not on Twitter, but I had never heard of Allison Rosen. No. Sorry, I'm having trouble reading. Secondly, I am not on Twitter and I had never heard of Allison Rosen. I chose to listen to ARIYMBF for no reason worth mentioning, but now I have listened to every episode. Who knew that I could listen at work and be more productive? It's true. Your Thursday shows are phenomenal and make me laugh so much that my coworkers are jealous that I'm having so much fun at my desk. Side note, I feel like I'm going to need glasses because this writing is small and I used to brag about my great vision and it's just not being so great right now i was worried that this week would be kind of boring without that cast of characters you had before but nope it was fantastic from walking kids on leashes to dirty pillowcases just too much i still have no idea who allison rosen is or where she came from but it has nothing to do with her former employer because i have never listened to his podcast congratulations on being number one and keep up the good work of talking about absolutely everything and nothing to keep us laughing love you that's very nice I feel That's like she, a really nice I feel like comment. we do know where she came from, and I feel like she's be, she's joking about that, but that's okay. Wait, what do you mean? I feel like she's probably did hear of the show from my former employer. Oh, I that's feel like what that's what she's like, kind of dancing around. Yeah, where did she really hear it? Right. Like, how do you randomly? Well, actually, maybe not find, though. You can find how it on iTunes. How did she find you? I'm well, curious. You were, you were like on the top, right? Yeah. So like when yeah, I when I opened up my iTunes, your podcast was right there. Yeah, and if I. Because I did that the other week. I was just looking for podcasts. I would have. Oh. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, she said, I still have no idea who Alice Rosen is or where she came from, but it yeah. has nothing to do with her former employer because I've never listened to his podcast. Like, did I write that? She, she just. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she is being straightforward about yeah. that. She well, probably, except yeah. that. She ex- says it's not worth mentioning or how she found you originally or how she found. The point is, I'm still curious and I'd like to know. <laughs> She said, I was worried that this week would be boring without that cast of characters you had before, but nope, it was fantastic. Uh, that makes me think that she... Anyway, that's... I've taken us down a road that we didn't need to be on. It was a great comment. Well, thank well, let you me so just much. point out, you were at the top of iTunes, and my mom doesn't even know that I'm appearing on the show oh, again. Oh, so she'll be so happy. God, once we plug that mom engine in, <laughs> <laughs> there's no telling where it goes. Definitely in St. George, uh, you'll you'll pick up. <laughs> Oh yeah, because they have they have retired friends that I don't know if they have friends who live there, but they, seem they may to have a house maybe. They're all connected. Yeah. What's your mom's anyway, name again? Between that and George Al's Mafia. distant re- relatives, you're you're set. Golden yeah. there. What's your mom's name again? Karen. I was gonna say Karen. I felt like it was Karen. Yeah, let's plug the Karen Goot engine in. Totally. You're his. Mom's I was thinking we before. should we should call her one of these. I was thinking we should. We, we should I won't tell her that I'm doing it, but I will surprise her with a call. 
Even we're not having a beef now, though, so I don't know what we'll talk about. It can be a short call. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Maybe we, we'll we... beef about the fact that I didn't tell her. She'll be upset. Right. She likes to know what's going on in my life. You gave her a fun, lucky, fun loving, hey, go fuck yourself. And so then she <laughs> wrote in because <laughs> she was upset. Moms don't take that so fun lovingly. I thought her email was fairly fun loving. She was just defending her choice of giving you a waterbed as a child. <laughs> <laughs> and she was. and she's proud of her of the fact that you don't have back pain which she thinks might have to do with the fact that you slept on a waterbed was it like a crib a waterbed crib or something no it was post it was like an incentive like i forget what i had to do but my parents were big on like positive reinforcement versus negative so at some point like uh i achieved something and then that meant that we could go get the waterbed nice. love it wow my parents had, I've told you about this before, Daniel, mm-hmm. but when they were trying, so I guess if I remember correctly, um, for a period of time when I was young, if I had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I would stand in the hall and I would yell, mom, mom, because I didn't, I was like, I was very young, but I was toilet trained or, or toilet be in the process of being toilet trained. Um, but it was dark and I was like afraid to go by myself. So I would always, so she would get up and help me. But at a certain point, they wanted me to not be calling her in the middle of the night and just deal with it on my own. Um, kicked out of the nest at like three or four. So <laughs> I don't know where they got this idea, but it was one of those positive reinforcement type 70s ideas. Um, so they got this white piece of cardboard, like a little white poster board, and all of these smiley face stickers. And for each night that I didn't wake her up in the middle of the night, I could put a sticker on the little board and then when the whole thing was filled up i would get a toy uh however at a certain point i was like wait a minute i have access to the stickers why not just put all of them on overnight (laughs) um not realizing that that would be pretty obvious but my parents were actually pretty cool about it they just laughed the stars yeah exactly three at a time so i had a remarkably similar situation the sticker thing must have been a book that was going i'm sure because they had all those books because i had yeah it was but it wasn't yelling it was like flat out like did i wet the bed or not oh it was like (laughs) if i had enough you know stars for in a row it was it was a big goal it was something like i had to go a month straight or something and then or overnight if i had access to your stickers (laughs) right (laughs) um yeah i think my parents would have had a pretty vivid memory though if the star were warranted or not right well, yeah, mine did too. They just laughed about it, though. Did you guys? Did my your parents, parents do stuff did like that this? for my older siblings, like the first two? But there's six of us, and I'm second to last. By the time my little <laughs> brother and I were around, it was like, figure it out, <laughs> just do it right. You know, like there were so many older siblings. There was no, there were no gold stars. Yeah, yeah. I I just like having None. this idea of like you could have gotten things, if you right. did good stuff. <laughs> right. Whoa! Right? I know. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, when we moved as a kid, I was like, Dad, what about my friends? He's like, I told you not to make friends. Buckle up. Let's go. We're moving. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. Don't make friends. Got it. Like, that's wow. Yeah. That must be. I nice. get it. I know. Did you move around a lot as a kid? Just a little bit, but I just feel like you know, like wa- the waterbed was like the ultimate sign of luxury. That oh, was yeah. like that family's made it. Yeah. You know my what? cousin had one. Yeah. That's a it's big amazing. deal. I don't like them. They're I awful. Think, you can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's you're in for the night. Yes. Now, now that I'm, I'm off it. I, it's a weird <laughs> phenomenon. But I think at one point now we do were, you get seasick we, in your regular bed. We were bed. an all waterbed family. 
Like my def- definitely my parents had one and I had one and I think that my sister had one too at one point and she's you know she was the re- the rebel has always been the rebel so she was the first to be like I would just like a regular bed <laughs> and I was like you know we and I, you know we just all had to reconsider our lives at that point now why were they better like supposedly. I is mean, it better for your according back? According to Karen, it's yeah, better like, for the back. According to my yeah. mom, it's better for the But then when you see it in movies, it seems like it's a super sexual thing. Like, it's like, oh, you know, go, <laughs> so with, my the, dad, go with the wave. My uh, dad. I don't know why I needed that at six. <laughs> well, that's really, my dad Let me had clarify, a, I did not need that at six. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I did not think that. Um, my dad had a waterbed, and, you know, after they got a divorce, and when I'd go stay with him, I would sleep in the bed. And I just remember when I would turn onto my side, I would slip into the crack yeah. between the wood frame and the bed, and I would wake up with my face, you know, up in the thing because I was sleeping too close to the edge. Yeah, that was totally. This is it. But when I was a kid, like part, that was kind of part of the fun. I remember, like sometimes, like if <laughs> staying it, if, on the bed. <laughs> if well, sometimes if just like laying normally on the bed got too boring, it's like <laughs> I'd roll over and like wedge myself in the crack, and I I'd feel like I'd, I was a secret agent, or I was like hiding <laughs> out or something. And then like I remember also sitting on the side and trying to like burrow my butt in so that like <laughs> so that I could go in the crack and like get my butt like all the way to the floorboard of the water bed. Like, wow. I I mean, obviously you were like spelunking be, in your bed. That'd be really uncomfortable as <laughs> as a normal person, but as a kid, you just you know you do weird stuff, right? Uh, but like the whole, just the whole weirdness of it made it like kind of an adventure. But I, now I don't really want my bed to be an adventure, <laughs> not in that way. Right. My grandparents had a half and half, so it was what like, is that? Where Whoa. it was like it was I'm, half mattress, half water bed. So there was like pockets that. in there that were water bed. And they didn't tell me. So when you, and it was like a twin bed. So you just lay in it and you sort of jiggle. And you're like, (laughs) I don't know what is happening. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know what it was, but it was just like. Did your grandpa like make it? I don't know. Like a homemade situation. (laughs) I don't know. It's just a a really wet mattress. (laughs) Well, he's like a. Soak it. (laughs) And he's like a Boy Scout. He's probably just filled up a bunch of water balloons and joy. (laughs) It's twin bed. Yeah, it was weird. So you just, your grandparents are innovators. Well, I know. You know they could have been in your book. Those Utah grandparents. That's right. They are. My my grandparents live in Utah. Both yeah. of them. Both sets. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Where in Utah do your grandparents live? Uh, St. George. Oh, right. Nice. In the southern area. And then there's my other set live in Salt Lake. So. But they th- used to live down south in Cedar City, yeah. which is in like an hour from St. George. I've been to both. Yeah. St. George, does that have a mountain that says St. George on it? Like they painted it in white? Because I think your experience yeah. of Utah is totally different than everyone else. <laughs> no, no. Well, that's like Arizona. They like every town has a, a mountain everyone, with a letter on. It. Every yeah. one yeah. of like Utah does too. Yes, yes. Like there's, 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 there's a, a Dixie there's a, College. Yeah, there's a D. Oh, that's right. Dixie for is a Dixie. Big thing there. College. Right. Yeah. In Provo, there's the Y for BYU. In Utah, there's the U yes. for University of Utah. In Pleasant Grove, there's a PG. Okay. There's a whole bunch of letters. Burbank's got a Park City has a PC. Oh, do they really? Oh, yeah. We live right by Letters it. on mountains is the kind of knowledge that I would never accrue. Yeah, yeah. and then um, like... But I know would, a lot of area codes. We would put a T <laughs> right on the mountain that... My, my mom lives kind of up into a mountain, mm-hmm. and right above it, I lived right next to the high school as well. So uh, we went to Timfew High School. They would put a T on for like homecoming, and then our rival school, mm-hmm. the other Provo school, Bulldogs, would come up and deface it and do mean things to it. And it was a whole big... M- thing to do in the mountains <laughs> and you wouldn't like retaliate it. or didn't deserve it oh you're just definitely a good school, right? no tim <laughs> i went to definitely the snobby 
high schooled in Utah County. Was it North? <laughs> yeah. Well, we were the East Bench. Northeast Bench is what they would call it because it would snow more up by where we lived. And then uh, the Provo Bulldogs were down in the valley. So valley there you people. go. Uh, yeah. I know. Uh, the worst. So, I was I just going to say that. Um, it's like swamp folk. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, you were just in Las Vegas as well, weren't you? I was. Now, that was for vacation? Yes. Did you have the feeling that I always have when I'm in Las Vegas where I'm looking around and I'm like, there are people here who are having an amazing vacation and I know they paid less because they went to the right website to book their vacation, whereas I just paid straight up rack rate and I feel like there was a better way and I wish I knew how. Just say yes. Yes. Thank you very much. Well, here's what you needed and what I need and what everyone needs. It's Vegas.com. It's a travel site, but unlike other travel sites, excuse me, unlike other, other travel sites, it's like Vegas from the inside because everyone who works at Vegas.com lives in Vegas, plays in Vegas, works in Vegas, parties in Vegas, et cetera. And they know the people that set the deals. Um, and they have a special proprietary drop watch tool. So this allows you to get the lowest rates on hotels. It continues to monitor the price even after you book and notifies you of changes to ensure you get the best deal. Um, if you book at a lower rate, they'll refund you the difference. Vegas.com does the work for you. And they save you money on shows, on all sorts of, of on tours, attractions, VIP bottle service at top clubs, etc. So go to Vegas.com right now. When you book, hotels, shows, vertical, ziplining off the Rio anything uh enter my code best friend in the promo box at checkout and you get an extra 10 percent off everything but air hotel packages so it's vegas.com and get your bonus savings with my secret code best friend okay i think we should do just me or everyone sometimes i ponder on something i have thought or done is it just me or everyone all right. I know this one. I know you do. For old time's <laughs> sake, I almost want to do deleted tweets because I have a deleted tweet, but maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. Okay. B Slammin says, hashtag girl talk. It's gal chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish the hair on my head grew as fast as the wayward one on my chin. Yes. There's one totally. weird man hair that grows out of the chin and it's. <laughs> It's the worst. It's We've talked about it dark. before. We have. And, and you notice it when you're driving yeah. and you don't have tweezers with you and you're like, oh, great. And then you try so hard to use your yes. fingers like it's going to ever work. Well, Daniel, lately when we watch TV at night, I just watch him pulling hairs off of his face with like, <laughs> and you get them though. It's a, it's weird to watch. It's like watching someone do something manic. I All right. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Appreciate that. It freaks me out. What is it? I have. I don't know. I have a weird compulsive thing where I'll just pull a hair every now and then out of my head. No, but you're pulling them off your face. Yeah. Well, now I have hair on my face. Oh, I've never seen you do it on your head hair though. I'll do it like my eyebrows. I don't know. It's just a stupid compulsion. I didn't. I now I feel bad. Yeah. No, that's. I didn't realize that it was a compulsion. I thought that you were actually doing some kind of. Well, usually what it is is it's like there'll be a hair that's irritating me. So it's like you know I'll just. Pick at it. I'll just pull it. But out. you're able to get it. Yeah. How? Yeah. Because we can't get our chin hairs. Not even <laughs> gotta, a little. Uh, got to get in there with the. Well, it's got to be long enough. Fingernail. That's true. Maybe it's the length. You, you can't just yeah. like hold it with both of the like with the pads. Tips. Well, I tried. Right. Yeah. I guess I don't have very. Yeah, my, the hair, my the hair on my face is long enough where I can grab it and oh. I can just pull it out. Like if it. I was, guess it'd be like me pulling a head hair or something. Yeah. Otherwise, you need tweezers. Right. Right. You know what? 
I wish I would I would sacrifice a finger on one of my hands if it could be replaced with a tweezer attachment. Whoa. Like Allison like, tweezer hands. Like a like a Swiss Army hand. <laughs> yeah, like a Swiss Army hand. I'm trying to think which finger. I was, I was just trying say, to think. How would you it be would able sadly... to actually squeeze the? It would have to be the the correct finger. Like you'd. Like what if it, it would were, have to be what in if between it were your my thumb and my finger? Like you'd never be able right. to get have to be enough your middle finger. pressure on the squeeze. You, yeah. If you could squeeze which... it like with your <laughs> pinky and your thumb. Maybe I want my thumb. Careful and my what finger. you wish for. Like Daniel saying, you wanted to be sick. Like if you wake up tomorrow with like your pinky as a tweezer, and you're like, I still can't use it because I can only push <laughs> on no, it with my thumb. She could use her other hand. Right. So that like, would. <laughs> maybe I need to think this. Everyone, more. we are all trying to, to keep pretend. Them with you. Just what, keep tweezers with you. Like. It would be that would yeah, be. Easier. I've thought about that. Car, but desk. I need to find the pair that I already have now because I'm very particular about which tweezers I own. Which are the kind you like? I don't like the. I mine is just one single point. Oh really? Yeah, I don't have the like angled, slanted, yeah. slanted thing because I find that it gets in the way. Those are like I think it's called like needlepoint tweezers yes. or something. Yes, yeah. they're way better for me. They're way better. I feel like I can be more precise. Maybe I need to try those. I always try the slanty ones, but I don't like the tweezer man. Those are the ones that you always read about in magazines. I don't oh, like never them as much as one. some other brands. You read I about tweezers in magazines? <laughs> oh my Who god, doesn't? Yes. It's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> tweezer monthly. Yeah, oh man, it's it's on the same page as the mustard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's all very yeah. tweezers and muscle. All very important. Tweezers, for us. It's, um, hair. And Can't believe magazines didn't last, Alice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Can't believe it. Real advocate for the industry. All right. M. Divietro says, "When an app updates on my phone, must open it ASAP just to clear the little blue dot telling me it's updated." No. I have pushed past that, and now I'm fine with thousands of unread emails with things that need to be updated. I I wish. I couldn't handle it. I wish I was back to that point of dealing with it right away, but now I just let it go. Yeah, that doesn't bother me, but the note, the little red thing with the number, my solution to that is I go into my settings and I turn off notifications for that. Oh, really? So now I, I don't have to see yeah. it. You don't I've have to see the red some. thing. I don't mind the red number for things that I'm using regularly, Twitter or yeah. email, things like that. But if it's like... Snapchat sent me some like a like yeah. Snapchat sent you a message like or, or if it's like yeah she's Rhapsody yeah. or, or some, Netflix or even. some app that you downloaded six months ago and it, you know it's just their service team that put something right, in there. right but I right. will say I have like the so things that I use regularly I don't mind things like numbers racking up but if there's an app that I never use weirdly that like drives me crazy I, it's like I have to, it's like how dare you bother me with yeah, saying right. that I, I need know. to check you right. I'm going to immediately reward you by going in and checking and getting rid of this thing <laughs> obviously I would just be like you don't deserve to be on my phone yeah sometimes I go that far and then sometimes I have to re-download it from the cloud I'm like oh you did deserve to be on mm-hmm. my phone Gambra84 says, whenever I stub my toe, I think, never again. From now on, I'll be vigilant. But then I carelessly stub my toe the next week. Yeah, that's what happens with toes. It's, I don't them. do it like, it's not like a weekly thing for me. No, me neither. Okay. But. I My goal is just to not completely shut down when I do it. <laughs> that's my problem. Is it, you hit it, you know it's going to hurt. Three seconds later it hurts. And then like, uh, shut down for like a minute. I just like it. Just hurts. I, I quit. Toe stubbing right and paper cuts hurt more than they yeah. should. Yes, like they hurt. It's up there with things that really, really. I hurt. don't know. Toe stubs are the worst. Shots now, in the butt. Maybe are we talking? <laughs> that, was, that was pretty bad. Are we? T- 
when we say stubbing your toe, are we talking about like when you catch your toe on a piece of furniture or really just stubbing your toe by like stepping, like Ugh. like walking on your toe? Oh, I'm talking catching on furniture. Both? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I catch yeah. It all day long. Yeah. Wait, what was the first one? Stubbing your toe. Oh, well, the first thing that I'm talking about? Yeah. Maybe this is maybe this is a true just me. Do you ever just stub your toe on the carpet when you're walking? <laughs> like it just gets stuck underneath and then yeah. Yeah. I've done that. Harder. Yeah. I'll say I think stubbing your chin is worse than stubbing your toe. Oh yeah, that hurts. Where it's like you misjudge the corner of whatever you're trying to get around and then it and then that corner just like jabs right into the bone. Right. That yeah. happens to me more than stubbing toes. I have yeah. all sorts of problems getting through doorways. <laughs> we talked about this last week. Yeah, week-end. we I, did, maybe we did, yeah. One thing I do all the time is I bang yes, my kneecap. Um I have a desk where the the sort of Part where you put your chair is just narrow enough where I'm constantly slamming my kneecap into the drawers, and that hurts. That's so your bad. work desk, then, right? Cause I'm like, yeah, I have not seen this no, desk. No, no, work. Yeah, at work. Because nothing's worse than hearing someone gently cry in between cue balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. <laughs> Basically, banging any body part into something solid sucks. I would. Agree. Has it ever Amen. made you want to pass out? Because I know some people they like. He bumped his knee, and then he just like, had a seizure. Oh, my God. Oh, because wow. it was, like, such a hard thing. He just passed out. And Jeez, people through that. Yeah. It's like a thing. My dad does that. Wow. Yeah, when he was a kid, he was, like, crying, and uh, my aunt bit his toe, and he just passed right out. Yeah, he's got something with his joints. <laughs> so as a teenager, I tried to punch so him in the joint. So much in that story. I tried to, like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I know. I know. A lot yeah. of innovators so in that family. When we were kids, we would just try to, like, hit him in the joints hold to on, see, hold like, Hold on, I think it's time for a hashtag Al segment. Your, your <laughs> aunt, aunt b- why the toe? I, you know, they were young kids. They were just like, oh. oh, this is not like, this isn't like a memory that I know that I experienced. I'm, I'm imagining like a, a, a grown, a, a grown couple. The Moss he, family reunions <laughs> are wild. Okay. There's toe toes. biting. Okay. All right. Joint so punching. two kids. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, the adult okay. was like, oh, you're yeah. crying. What okay. I do is I'm crying. Yeah, I, was, I was imagining her being like 10 years older and it just being this like totally orderly thing. Like he was just in a corner crying and she just matter of factly walks up and just just cups his heel in her hand and just and just brings it up and bites the toe just to like so turn nice it to off. See you. Like you're like, yeah, like yeah. you're just like turning off the radio. As he falls back. I'm like, dad. Yeah, that's pretty much All right. what it was like. Okay. All right, this clears it up. Although I'm a little bit disappointed. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> that they were kids. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. yeah. I just because if this were true, then imagine all the other things that would have. It would have been, been right up there with the hybrid waterbed for me, like, <laughs> like toe toe biting for soothing the baby. Uh, like just I just think this family is like at the forefront. Yeah, I think they're, they're pretty, like I think, I think they're yeah. like fifty years ahead of the rest of us. I want to I want to like embed myself with Al's family. You're welcome to, just to enjoy the future for. A, <laughs> that brief time <laughs> marv earthling says just me or everyone wonder if i'll be giving my oh speaking of uh of uh generations just me or everyone wonder if i'll be giving my grandkids grandpa gifts when i get old uh and then parentheses sweaters cheap wallets socks etc i think probably yeah I think it's we a all safe do. gift yeah. right like yeah what do you get your grandson i don't know how about some socks great <laughs> I, I, I think know. you're just so detached at that age. Maybe. Yeah. You don't realize that they're grandpa gifts. Right. Yeah. They're know, just like, gifts. Yeah. Katie Shrum <laughs> says, when I find my own loose hair strands, no worries. Anyone else's, I'm gagging and can't get rid of it fast enough. 
Amen. Yeah, and we've talked about this on the show before. My feeling that, and Jenna, you've confirmed that you have it kind of made in the shade with your blonde hair yeah. because a loose blonde hair is not nearly as upsetting to people as a loose black hair. Absolutely. Yeah, I get away with a lot more hair falling out Yeah, than, than most. Like when my mom comes to visit and she'll stay with us, it's like, and she has hair like your color and I'll clean the bathroom after she leaves and I'm like, ugh. This is horrible, but when I clean the bathroom, I have just as much hair to wipe up, but it's just, it's different. When we were dating, how did you feel about my hairs all over your bathroom and everywhere else? Um, I was all right with it. I mean, Mm. uh, I'm trying to remember. (laughs) There were a lot of hairs. I know. The hardest place, if I'm leaving, I like to collect all my, I like to try to collect my hairs. (laughs) <laughs> it's collecting it out of the shower that's a drag. It's the hairs that are wrapped around the soap that are the hardest to get. Mm, th- hardest that's... to take with you. <laughs> yeah, if you want to collect. No, the the problem is all the hairs that clog the drain. But we bought one of those mm-hmm. drain catcher things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have it hanging over the bed now. <laughs> no. Well, I will say the thing about the... <laughs> The thing about the long dark hair is that it doesn't – you don't have to lose a lot for it to have a presence. Yes. Like yes. like one strand really announces itself in the room. Well, you could take and like a could, Kleenex and rub it along the floor and it's just like a it, – it, you know. Like you're you're the worst type of woman to have an affair with. It's like <laughs> yeah. you, you would have to like Thank you. hide all the evidence. Right, like yeah. right. You would just scream, you know, versus like – you know, what is Jenna, like, I will get away with Yeah, lot. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, but Jenna's hairs are going to show up because they're very light. So let's figure out what is the best hair color of the woman that you're having. A f- for, if you're going to have an affair, what color hair should the woman have? Like, but, what's the most neutral? That's true. Mine on Whatever. a suit. Right. Forget that would really it. jump out. Yeah. Whatever the color of your, your furniture hair. or carpet is. I would say your own hair. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know who has it made in the shade? Like are dudes with long, silky black hair. Yeah. Well, if they want to have affairs with me. Yeah. <laughs> or long blonde hair. You right. well, yeah. So you got to right. right Thor. Yeah. You know. Do you feel like guys with really long hair Surround. are having a lot of affairs? Of course. If, you, if you're a dude like, with long hair, you're having lots of affairs. Only That's Fabio. the whole deal. Why yeah. do you have the long hair? I guess only on like MTV's. I'm a polygamist. Remember, you know, those shows where you're like, like wow, that not only I'm surprised that person's having sex. Not only are they having sex, but they're having a lot of sex. <laughs> That's my sense about those kind of arrangements. All right. Um, M. DiVietro again says, if you leave a comment on Facebook and the only text is another person's name to tag them, you are a horrible person. Um, wait, can you? Like, oh, sorry, yeah. it's, like, it's like when I le- I'm, I'm guilty of this. It's so like when I see something that like is referring to you, but you're not in it, I just like leave a comment and I tag you in it. Is that what they're talking about? I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you leave a comment on Facebook and the only text is another person's name to tag, like to tag them, you're a horrible person. In. So then you oh, see I'm, it. I'm okay. And you're aware. I'm okay with that. Yeah, he'll do that yeah. for me if I see. Yeah, Jenna, an I'm a terrible person. Yeah. I'm no, I think that's person. okay. No, I think it's okay. Either way, either I'm fine if I'm ta- if I'm tagged that way. Although I don't like when people tag me in their Facebook posts about like cheap shoes or something. Oh, I have to delete or like, any of how like, many this, of those do you have to delete a lot, a yeah. ton. Me too. It's um, so dumb. But if I see that someone tags someone else on one of my posts, I'm fine with that. So I'm like, oh, they're trying to pass it around. Yeah, it's just right. the Facebook yeah. love. All right, Yale Star says, think there should be a thing on your car that tells you when you've been driving a long time with turn signals on. 
there is. It's yeah. the sound <laughs> of it. <laughs> but I get what they're saying. Like, An extra what, Would it be thing. like a flashing light <laughs> or maybe like a click yeah. sound? <laughs> Something like that. Um, Yale Star also says, hate when audience claps along to something, s- excuse me, hate when audience claps along to someone playing music on TV or a talk show. Audience always screws up the downbeat. Mm, never noticed. No. I don't enjoy that. I think it's funny. No, but you know what I don't like is when an audience, it's like a big audience and they're clapping. And because of the time that it takes the sound to travel, the, uh, the audience just gets completely out of sync and then it just becomes a huge just chaos. mess of chaos of clapping. You know where I get uncomfortable when people hmm. clap is in movies like during an important scene or when someone like gets revenge and then there's like six or seven people who are like, woo, yeah. And you're like, this is a movie. <laughs> no, they can't no hear one you. Is, <laughs> no one is here to like accept that applause. Right. Yeah. It's well, weird to me that that's pe- that, that that people do people that. respond yeah. that way. I actually have my own just me or everyone uh, semi-related to this, which is like, at times, like, you know how uh, at the end of, like, a speech or a performance, you just, like, are conditioned to get up and clap. That's just, you know, like, socially what you do. At, like, I've had times watching a movie where there's, like, a big performance in the movie, and I've, and I've like, half sat up in my seat. And, and, I, like, and I've even gone so far as to do, like, the initial clap before yeah. I realized that it's, like, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying, like, a different type of event. <laughs> but it, it's, like, it's seriously, it, it's, like, it's somewhere beneath my conscious mm-hmm. mind that it's, like, it, it's just a trigger. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's just, just, some, sometimes it just gets me. You save it by just continuing all the way to the bathroom like you were getting up to go. (laughs) Well, I have two things. I, whenever I'm in a movie theater seat or just any kind of theater seat, I go to put my seatbelt on. I don't know if I actually go to do it, but I think I should. I, and then I have to remind myself, no, I'm not in a car. How comfortable is your car? That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other thing is, and this happens, has happened to me in the car I'll see something happen and I'll like sort of out of the corner of my eye, but it'll catch my interest and I'll want to see it again. And I'll like for a second, want to rewind. I think it's because I'm looking through a, a windshield, which is sort of like looking at a screen. And I just assume that I have the ability to rewind reality. It's, it's a split second Whoa. thing. And then I realize just sort of like, like, um, or like on the radio, I'll want to rewind. I'm so used to watching things on demand and being able to rewind. Yeah, the DVR thing, not to the level of feeling like I should be able to rewind my life, but like when I when I go to a hotel, like I seriously feel like a five year old having a tantrum. Like, if, yeah. but like I'm watching the hotel TV, and then like I get distracted for a sec, and I go and I like I realize that it's not there, and it's like I there's real anger there, and it's so stupid, but it it's just. I don't know. For me, Become it's like panic. You expect. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how to live like this. Yeah. Like, what did I miss? I don't know how oh, to now do it. What happened now in I'm those on two their time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on their clock. And then finally, Yellstar, a bunch from Yellstar, says, just me or everyone, and this is something we've talked about, hate when grocery cashiers comment about what you're buying. Example, looks like someone's making quiche tonight. Yeah, we've talked about that. That just it's, happened to me yesterday. At Trader, at Trader Joe's. Joe's again. That's where they always do it. And they did the, oh, this is a really good purchase. And I want to say, you, how, how do I trust you? <laughs> how do I know that you think that's a good purchase? When do they ever say it's not is the thing. And, and then is it like, uh, do I take that as a compliment? Like, uh, yes, uh, well, I made the right choices here of all the things I could choose. 
Can we just segue into the general topic of yes, please. is good service when the service person insinuates themselves into your life? Because <laughs> right. so. so many like companies or people that I think fancy themselves like giving the most excellent type of service, they feel like that's the way to do it. Yeah. Like if a waiter comes up to you and is like, "It's like, oh, you know, first time here, are you from around here?" Like, blow, and I'm like. If I'm in the mood, sure, but I don't think that's automatically the way, like the place that puts you in like best service. We went to, right. um, we were in Hawaii, we went to a restaurant and I still remember where our waiter is going to go on his honeymoon and all about his <laughs> wedding. And uh, I remember I was like, he's a nice guy. And you're like, I think that's a little is that too the much. Grand Wailea? Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. He was real chatty. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> But it's just, like uh, it's yeah. Trader Joe's, it's Southwest, like it's all these companies that pride themselves on it and are and are written up for having excellent service. Like it's just loud service. I don't right. know that I would say it. that it's yeah. good. Well, in that particular thing where you're complimenting the things I'm buying, it's like yeah, these are things in your store. Like right. of course you think well, it's are a you good gonna purchase. say like ooh do not buy that hummus. Uh, that being yeah. said, I will yeah. say a moment of pride was when we go to the store and pick something out that they're like. Holy crap! We sell these. And you're like, yeah, that's and always like, really great. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. yeah, we did it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, we won. Now, does anyone else do this? I, I used to do this more. I don't care as much as I used to. Where you want to separate items so as not to um, make the cashier have certain associated thoughts. For example, <laughs> I remember one time I was buying baked beans <laughs> and um, hot dogs and a bunch of toilet paper, and I. <laughs> Wanted to get other things to separate the items for, because for some right. reason it just conjured like Beano and preparation like age. Just you're gonna have shit. a huge just I'm gonna be shitting later. a yeah. lot, and I need <laughs> I'm gonna need a lot of toilet paper to take care of of this of the of the supplies here. I'd be exactly the opposite. I wish I had the foresight when I was in the line to, to think of creating those thoughts i would i would make tell little, a story i would make little bundles just and just watch the cashier like yeah, really i would just to... stare them down right you want to like, put the mm-hmm. items on the on the conveyor to really tell a story yeah. about the way your week is going to go mm-hmm. i find myself because i used to be a bag boy mm-hmm. i find myself trying to like pair all the stuff together yeah so that maybe someday a bag boy or a bag girl will be like hey thanks for thinking of me so it's like <laughs> all the frozen food is together all the produce is together and yeah. I've never All the cleaning they, products. They yeah. don't appreciate me. As a no, customer. they've never. They've never. <laughs> said I wonder anything. if you will ever yeah. get your due. I would though. One day. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. you know, someone's gonna be like, that. "All of these like granola bar boxes." He is I really picky. Yeah. It's wow. like sometimes I almost just let Alan unload the cart because I just think like, I you don't think him. I do it right. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I do it right either. Yeah. Turns out I don't. Do you worry that now that? In California, they can't give out bags that your ship has sailed, or like, do you do you oh, have to like, like the sun is set? On do you your have glory. to like go out of store? Do you shop more often when you're out of state to like keep the dream alive? <laughs> yeah, big time know. in Ohio, we really <laughs> yeah, that's true. We shop like crazy. I feel like the scenario is different because now they judge me by my bags. Like yeah. some are like stuff I got at work. Some are like ever, oh, I know. from some weird concert. I always get I always I always out. get nervous. Well, I don't always. I used to because um, we have like the Safeway Pavilions bags, and then if we go to Ralph's, oh right, we're bringing <gasps> yeah. in the other yeah, stores. I bring my Trader bags. Joe's ones get this into garbage pavilions. out of here. Yeah. And you're like, Ugh, I'm gonna get worse service. Breaks all your eggs and throws. I don't know. Yeah, you never know. That's 
That's right. Put the eggs with the sodas. Yeah, I'm just scared they're going to ask me about it. Like, oh, did you go to this concert? I'm like, no, I don't know. <laughs> they, they just <laughs> threw oh, out, we have this concert back here. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, see, oftentimes they'll be like, they'll, "Is this good?" I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm buying it for the first time, but I'll definitely give you an update when I come back. <laughs> <laughs> what if you did? They would just look at you like you're a crazy person. Right. What's your name? When, what, I was when just giving loud I did service. that. I, I went. I didn't care. I went. Well, this is a different kind of uh, purchase, but I went to GameStop and I bought a game last summer. And the guys were, you know, who were recommending it to me, a uh, game called The Last of Us, which is great if you haven't played it. Um, and I was so excited to talk to someone about it afterwards. <laughs> and of course, nobody in my life plays video games, so I went back to the GameStop and um, I'm like, "So, guys, you know." Uh, Last of Us, and they had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. I mean, they knew the game, but they were like, they didn't remember the conversation. And they were just, uh-huh. I'm like, um. And then I had some things I wanted. To, I felt so stupid. I had some things I wanted to talk about, and they were just like, yeah, sure. Oh, oh See, now tough. there's where customer service failed you. I know. Yeah. Jerks. We went to Trader Joe's this week, and there was no sample. And I was what? like, "What? Why are we even was here? It, was it near closing time? No. no, it was. It was. It was near dinner time, and emotions were high. <laughs> so Jenna's we, or everyone's? <laughs> you know, everyone kind of escalated once they saw Jenna try to tear the booth down. But well, I thought, just feel like that is something I count on. I am fighting crowds. Yeah. It's busy at Trader Joe's. You kind of have to like work your way around because they're never convenient. The parking stinks. I would like." to know that I'm going to get a free sample when I walk yeah. in. It's interesting. Once you set that precedent, you kind of have to stick with it. Like the yes. place that we go to for trying to get pregnant, um, they have different offices. Like they have a Beverly Hills office. They have a Redondo Beach office, San Diego and somewhere else. Provo, let's say. <laughs> but the Beverly Hills office gives out Starburst. Like that's their thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. um, and I was just thinking, how, who's in charge of buying the Starburst? It's probably a pretty important part of their <laughs> it seems to purchase be. orders. Because yeah. if you go on Yelp, you notice, and this is not why we chose them. I didn't even know. But if you go on Yelp, <laughs> people talk about the Starburst. Just little things. What? Little yeah. things yeah. makes yeah. all the like difference. <laughs> right. Like, I have um, a friend who also goes there, and I was asking him for the number of one of the doctors, and he's like, um, grab some Starburst for me. Like, they've really branded themselves. Oh. They'll get oh. you Starburst. They might not get you pregnant, but they'll give you Starburst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pay a lot for those starbursts though you yes. know like like a half mile away there's like the pregnancy clinic that has like the jolly ranchers and people uh, are uh, like, uh, like are you this oh i God. know wrong one <laughs> or something really disappointing like no name butterscotch candies right, tootsie rolls. right. you know like my, yeah the mini tootsie rolls <laughs> my therapist has Little like chubs, kit, what called? <laughs> has like kit like those like single kit kats or oh Twix really and, oh that's nice. yeah, yeah that's like premium crackle, but, uh, well i i'm sure they get lots of people who are like near suicidal so we don't want to fuck around you know it's yeah. like it's right Right. Starburst. It's the real chocolate. Like, yeah. it's, it's worth like disappointing them on the Rose, candy. No. <laughs> Remember what's good about life? Rollos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay, so Wendy is going nuts. I'm going to include the audience in this. Should we let her? She's in her. She's in a crate right out. now. I'll let her let's, out. All right, let's yeah. let her out and let's see what she does. Okay. But if she begins to, the reason we have her in a crate, which I know. I used to be the kind of person who'd be like, you have your dog in a cage? But then it was really, our dog trainer explained that it's like a crib for her. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. she's yeah. like a baby still. Um, but if she, 
But the reason that we had her in the crate is because she will pull things off of shelves and just be all sorts of nuts. So, um, although maybe this is the last night she could be nuts. Stop it. Okay. So, anyway, if she starts getting into stuff, it will be distracting to me. So, um, let me know. She starts getting into stuff. I'll take care because, of it. Okay, because I, I can't um, keep a total eye on it. But I did rearrange some listeners. Hello. Thank you. Welcome. Um, I did rearrange some stuff on that shelf so she can't pull certain things off, but she seems fine now. Anyway. Oh my God. Life is hectic. Sometimes it's hard to make the best snacking choices. I feel like that was a perfect segue because I feel like life is hectic right now. It's hard to make the best snack choices, especially when you're hungry and looking for a quick pick-me-up. Do what I do. Get delicious and healthy snack options at naturebox.com. Over 100 nutritionist-approved snacks. Naturebox has something for everyone, all with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners, zero grams of trans fats, and no high-fructose corn syrup. Um, I love the Sriracha Roasted Cashews or pistachio power clusters, big island pineapple, so many good things. And I want to give you guys a chance to try nature box for free with a trial box featuring five of their most popular snacks. You heard me free snacks. Start your free trial right now by going to naturebox.com slash Allison. Again, go to naturebox.com slash Allison to get a free trial box of delicious snacks. All right. So what else is going on with everyone? <laughs> you look at me. <laughs> I, anyone, or what else is going on with anyone? I don't recognize that segment. <laughs> it's we need a jingle. It's Jenna, the what else is going on with anyone? Jenna made us watch Intervention on Netflix. I've oh, never yeah. seen it. I feel I, a lot better about my life. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great show. Things that I do. He had never so, watched it before, so they put some episodes on Netflix, and it's like a compilation. So it's random from random seasons. We watched one about a mother of three who is a raging alcoholic, and it was. It was, I forgot how sad those are. Oh my God. And then I made the mistake of Netflix recommended what you could watch. Like other people who watch this also watch. Hang on, Jenna. If we're going to talk about television. (laughs) Oh yeah. There's a song we need to hear. (laughs) Remember this one? You were saying I was. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I they said you. You know, people who watch this also watch Obsessed, which is another show kind of like Intervention, yeah. where people have these like horrible anxieties or OCD things that they can't live without doing. And I watched an episode. This is when he fell asleep, yeah. which is probably a good <laughs> thing because I don't know if he could have handled it. It was intense. It was this one. There's two people in it. One guy who couldn't turn left. And went to the gym like 10 times a day. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's different gyms. Different, gyms, different gyms on like depending on. How did on... he get home? Did he have to just to go the long way all the way around the earth? Yeah. yeah. And then he would um, and then he would come <laughs> home, have dinner, go back to the gym. He would take like 25 vitamins a day. Basically, he had was convinced he really himself. Shape? Not really. And he, <laughs> it was shocking. And yeah. he basically convinced himself if he could stay healthy long enough, then by the time he's old. They would have invented something that would keep him alive for even longer, and so he would oh, never well, die. Oh, he wanted to be in a in a good condition for right. when this happens. And he was not that disturbing. But I mean, he's just weird. They... It was the turning left thing was yeah, kind of fun bizarre. to watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of it was very dance like, graceful. Yeah, and then the uh, 
Did you have a question about Why it? Why couldn't he turn left? He was scared of it. Okay. It's something he did when he was six, and then he never grew out of it. And so he did get over that one by the end of the episode. He was still obsessed with the gym. But then the other girl was afraid to poop. <gasps> that would suck. I can relate to that sometimes. So what did she do? She would eat very little. And avoid it as long as she possibly could. And then when she would poop, she would take hours and hours long showers where she would literally clean herself on the inside out. I mean, it was wow. like the wow. creepiest thing ever. And she eventually actually got over it. Wait, and they show clean, her process. Clean herself on the inside out, meaning She'd stick give, her finger up there? She had a tool that she would stick <gasps> up there and give herself enemas. And like, oh, really, I mean, like, this is like they didn't show like any of that, but they basically explain. And then wow. it was like the creepiest. What, had been, what happened to her as a kid? She said it was something that started. She just got nervous about germs. And it actually didn't happen until she was an adult. And I don't think she had any major trauma as a child. I don't think the intervention she had had some stuff happen to her when she was a kid that mm-hmm. made her turn yeah. to alcohol but this girl i think she just got scared of germs was it all like that Ugh. confrontation therapy where they force you or exposure yes. therapy where they force yes. you to like deal with it yeah. mm-hmm. which is so, not supposed to be the best way to get someone over a phobia by the way because really? it like, can flood them and yeah they would they would do little steps little by little and they and she find the therapist finally got her down to taking like a 10 minute shower and it was like the hardest thing she'd ever done and they threw away the tools and she didn't use them anymore and she got over things they took her to a park and she ate carrots and it was like the <laughs> biggest thing she'd ever oh done <laughs> it was the craziest episode and then i had like semi nightmares all night about like what if i because i'm a pretty anxious person like what if something made me go insane like that like what if i became obsessed with washing my hand i mean right so crazy anyway it was uplifting great show show. it was pretty great so he was traumatized and i'm still tempted to go back and watch more intervention intervention because i can't look away i just the best you like it oh my god that show is so compelling it is. Yeah. I, it's always, I mean, it just rips your heart out. Yes. You always yeah. end up just crying. But I love it when they get into the weird addictions. Like they'll have people who are, they had one with this gal who is um, sucking, you know, that dust off for your computer. I've seen that one. Oh my God. And she's like sucking like on that. bottles a day. Yeah. Yes. And then it, oh, it, it's. Uh, Do you get high from that? Yes. It's like a seconds yeah. high, though. I mean, I, it just lasts I know someone who died yeah. from that. You no. do? Yeah, no yeah. He, 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 he was that. like, yeah, it was really sad. Died he, from huffing? That's what that yes. is, right? Well, they do call it something. I forget. And they, there's like a chemical in that that's really, da- <laughs> that's really dangerous. And so if you get it in your lungs too much, yeah, it'll, you can super it'll cool kill your you. lungs. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. She was, I mean, it, that was such a weird one, too, because it was like, yeah, I'm off to Staples to get my drug. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is so weird. And they made, someone like did a YouTube, <laughs> excuse me, they did like a um, auto-tune of no. something that she said in that. She, it was just like, I'm, I'm just coming back to me now. It was like walking on sunshine. Because she's, she's like, I feel like I'm walking on sunshine. Oh, I think I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, and then yeah. someone did a whole video. Right, and she's all fucked <laughs> oh up. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's pretty – I mean, that's, that's that's the part of intervention that's – it feels a little bit exploitative. Cause yeah. Because you're like yeah. – you're, you know, you're, you're compelled because they're a bunch of, you know – train train wrecks wrecks, yeah um but 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 i will i would defend it by saying that you do end up empathizing with people you would not normally empathize with um because oftentimes they'll show them at first and you're like oh look at this 
you know, filthy heroin addict or something like that, you know, who's taking advantage of his parents and being awful to everyone. And then you go by the end, you're like, oh, my God, I'm, you know, I, I hope they get better. I just want them to get better. Yeah, I yeah. hope they get better. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, on that uplifting note. <laughs> We're watching Girls. It's great. Oh, yeah. What Do else? you guys watch Girls? Uh-uh. I like really. it a lot. This season is really funny. Yeah. We're not TV really watching talk. anything else. We're not watching Seinfeld. much this year. We've been re-watching Friends, and we don't have a good show that we're, like, obsessed with. We haven't had one in a while, though. I've gotten randomly hooked on Forensic Files. Oh, I've oh, never seen that. I love that, that stuff, that. man. I always feel like a creep while watching it, though. What if someone walks in and is like, so you're a murderer, huh? You just trying to figure <laughs> out the way to do it? And like, it is. No, I just, it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it. you feel like you found the dark dark part of yourself watching that but um yeah that's kind of how i felt when i got hooked on law and order svu yeah (laughs) for years so hooked i i do think i mean um besides the creepo parts of it like part of it is just the voiceover guy is just the best (laughs) what's it like i want him to narrate my like he's just um it's like melodrama to the nth degree so he's like he came into the room thinking he had cleaned it all but he did not, you know, but there was important evidence left <laughs> in the I'm fiber. It's like super dramatic. And then there'll be like a pause. And it's like forensic fiber analysis expert, <laughs> Doug, you know, performs the test to, you know, to confirm the match with the, you know, suspected person. Or sometimes they'll set up like there'll be like multiple persons of interest. And then they'll like, um, they'll like repeat you know it's kind of like a game show like and your contestants are you know and then it's and then they cut to like um and then and they pulled they found dna hidden on the inside of the coat in the trash can and he and the dna test would confirm which of the people was in the apartment that night you know was like um awesome i'm not even doing i i'm not a pro like him uh, but he's he's just like um I kind of I want him to like do my wedding or something. You know? <laughs> well, I'm gonna go check that out then. For yeah, sure. it's worth it. It's quality. I, we, I've been rewatching Seinfeld every night, and there was a line the other that yes, was cracking what was me it? up. So um, George walks into when he was engaged to what's her? I forget the character's name. Oh, yeah, yeah whatever her name. Is. Yeah, and Susan, and he goes into his place, and Susan's like, "Oh, here's my uh, brother." <laughs> And he's just some, you know, deadbeat who's like, hey, whatever. And here's my aunt, whoever, and it's this, like, you know, kind of unattractive, dumpy woman in a wheelchair. And she goes, he doesn't look like me. (laughs) (laughs) That's been cracking me up for a week. That was pretty funny. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you guys, thank you so much for being on the show this week. This was super fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> thanks, everyone. Thank you. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It does help out the show. And every day I get tweets from people saying, like, I bought this on Amazon. I bought this on Amazon. I'm trying to help out. Thank you guys so much. It means so much, especially as we are getting these studios. Um, these I don't know why I'm pluralizing it. It's really just this studio. As we're getting this studio mm-hmm. up and running, it's not like a bank of studios. No. Not yet. At I least. was saying that. Not room. yet. That's that's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, there are PayPal links on my website, AllisonRosen.com, which is also a way that you can support the show. Thank you so much. If you like what you're hearing, tell a friend, subscribe, subscribe your friends, etc. Um, we have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself.
You can get that by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. The first one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. The next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, and much of the departed Thursday gang. And those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. I have a question for the listeners, which is, if you're going to listen to a podcast that comes out three days a week, what days of the week do you want it to be? Do you want like Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Because right now I've got Monday and Thursday. And should it be Monday, Thursday, Friday? Should it be Monday, Thursday, weekend? Should it be Monday, Tuesday, Thursday? Should it be Monday, Wednesday, Friday? As I said before, which is the one that kind of makes the most sense. But what that would mean is this Thursday show would move to Wednesday. I'm wondering your thoughts. Let me know. Tweet me. At Allison Rosen, the show's Twitter feed is at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. You can email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F-Show at gmail.com. Daniel, where should they go for you? At Daniel Quant, Q-U-A-N-T-Z on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. You can follow you for lots of Wendy picks. Yeah, I'm branching out into also Allison picks sometimes. That's right, sometimes. Yes, sometimes. You never know. I'll throw one in there. Dustin, is there anything you want to plug? Nothing to plug. Oh. <laughs> He, he is. I, look, I I just came out of the the cellar of, of like from five years to just even be on this podcast. Let's just you know, yeah. dust them off. Steps. take yeah. things one thing at a time. Right. So I don't want to. I don't want to overload them with Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have thought of that like half an hour ago, um, Jenna. Um, if you want, you can check out my podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones. Go on iTunes, search Jenna Kim Jones, and you'll find it. And it features me and Al and my new segment, um, which name is sort of TBD, but right now we've been calling it JKJ's Joke Corner, where I just write one-liners and read them, and then Al doesn't laugh. So it's really a really <laughs> fun segment. Nice. Yeah, it's great. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> All right. Tough room. And Alan, yeah. where should we go for you? Uh, at Alan Moss. A-L-L-A-N. Uh, A-L-L-A-N-M-O-S-S on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I There's like 150 people followed me last week. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's how many Thank people you I got guys. to feel it. And I can guarantee I will favorite probably every one of your tweets <laughs> that you tweeted me. <laughs> so you're welcome, world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But someone was tweeting that we got to get you over 1,000. Yeah. Yeah. I saw we that. We do. Yeah. I love it. Love gotta it. Get there. I'm on the way. I'm over you're 600 You're over 600. Yeah. There you go. Big deal. All right. Well, thank you guys again so much. And listeners, thank you. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we got to go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen Show. Rosie is your new best friend. That-
Sim. 